Lifetime Live here on uh, SAFM. If you've just uh, joined us, well, welcome to it on this 21st of March, Human Rights Day. Talking now about burnout and recognizing what can cause a burnout. That's the next topic. And we speak to Dr. Karina Debrain, who is Managing Director for JVR Academy and Counseling and also a psychologist. Welcome to SAFM, Dr. Yes, Anna. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks. So, I mean, oh, geez, talking burnout. And we live in a city like called Joburg here. So we know exactly what this means. But do we really know what it co- what, what causes burnout? And I suppose if we go all the way back to the roots of where one can find themselves uh, in terms of the cu- uh, cu- culmination of things that reach uh, burnout, where does it begin? Asana, um, you know, when I when I knew I had an interview with you, I was thinking, you know, working on a public holiday like you, um, mm. that's maybe a good place where uh, burnout might start if one <laughs> if one continues. You know, <laughs> and, uh, and if you don't look after yourself. But if we think about burnout, I think um, it's a term that we very often um, we easily use that. Um, sometimes even just when we are experiencing normal stresses. But if you look at what burnout really com- uh, consists of, there's, there's three elements. The first one is an element of emotional exhaustion. Mm-hmm. So it's lack of motivation, irritability, um, almost a feeling of hopelessness, absent-mindedness. Um, so it's that, that emotional exhaustion. Then the, the, the second factor is a feeling of depersonalization or detachment. So it's almost feeling as if you don't belong where you are, as if you're not part of the world out there, um, feeling isolated. And then the third one is a sense of ineffectiveness or a lack of uh, accomplishment. So feeling that um, you, you don't, um, you are not successful at work anymore, you don't um, uh, reach any of your goals, you don't make a contribution. So those, mm. you know, once once someone is there, then it means it's, it's a serious sign of, of burnout. So, so where does it all start? Um, I think, like I said, all of us do experience normal stresses. Um, it's part of life. Um, some of the sometimes stress and anxiety can even have a, a positive motivational effect, but the problem comes when when the anxiety and the stress escalates into uncontrolled stress mm. or um, emotional exhaustion, and then it eventually becomes burnout. So the issue here is really having control over one, because I mean these emotions are part of life. Exactly. Talking exactly. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so emotions are part of life, and we also know that emotions are actually messengers of what is going on inside. So if you realize that, if you, if you experience anxiety, um, stress, all those things, then it means you, you, it, it tells you something. You need to do something about it. 
And talking about finding a way of controlling one's emotions, I mean, when we say, okay, fine, if you've got stress, then relax. But even the relaxing itself has different elements to it. Because for someone, relaxing is literally sleeping. And for somebody else, it's, you know, having a drink and some wine and, you know, relaxing is that for them. And then, you know, there's the different also debates in terms of, but, you know, is it a, a healthy way of relaxing? If you're going to relax with some wine or alcohol or a party uh, as, as versus relax relaxing and sleeping and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So if you think about relaxing, relaxing can actually be very hard work. So to tell someone that is stressed or anxious to, to, to just relax, it, it, it's not going to happen so easily. So I think the first step is to be aware of the emotion or the anxiety or the feeling of burnout or the stress. So once you, you are aware of something, you can actually do something about that. And I think then you have to you um, you have to try and um, understand what are causing actually the, the the stress or the negative feelings. Why you know analyze why you think you are experiencing these negative feelings, um, and 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 then it's also you know ask yourself what are the main stresses in my life? Um, can I maybe reframe these into a more positive way? And then also, you know, what what do I do about about the, these stresses? Um, do I first thing maybe discuss your thoughts with a trusted colleague or a friend, and that is stand a little bit further away to to help you also identify some of these stresses, um, and and then there's, there's a whole lot of strategies maybe that you can put in place to um, to help you cope with these stresses. Will certain personality types be more prone to burnout? We, we, if we think about what, what burnout means, it means, um, an, or, or where it comes from. So it's, it's usually people that, that are very driven, people that, um, want, that are striving to be successful, um, people that are maybe so-called a little bit more, um, uh, perfectionistic, um, wanting to do things themselves, maybe don't trust other people enough to d- delegate some tasks to them. Those kind of personality characteristics definitely will contribute to that. But it doesn't mean that if you have those kinds of, of characteristics that you will experience burnout. It all depends on how you manage that. And, and again, mm-hmm. I want to say once you are aware of these things, you can manage that. So the type A personality maybe? Absolutely, yes. Okay, so I mean, I, I guess it's it's also just a self-reflection, like you say, each individual needs to do that anyway in making assessments in their lives and, and knowing what works and where your threshold lies. Absolutely. So, so self-reflection, self-awareness is very good, not only in terms of of so-called negative feelings, um, if, if I call anxiety and stress a negative feeling. But again, it is actually not so negative because it tells you something. It is a messenger of something. So, But even if you look at your the, the other emotions that you experience, even if you look at your other thoughts and 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 um, thought processes. It's it's important to reflect on those to see what are your strengths, what are your development areas. Sort of spend a little bit time on ourselves, because once we do that, we also would know that. Let's say, for example, I um, if I know my um, interpersonal relationship, if I'm good at building interpersonal relationships, there's a very meaningful um, resource there that I can tap into when I experience these um, these stresses in life. 
I can go to other people. I have confidence in speaking to other people. I trust other people. And I know they trust me. And therefore, I can use that resource to cope with things that I struggle with in life. Well, thank you so much. Let's leave it there, Dr. Debrain. We appreciate your time here on Lifetime Live. Thank you, Esperanza. And enjoy the rest of your, your holiday. Yeah, please. You too as well, eh? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Dr. Karina Debrain is Managing Director for the JVR Academy as well as a psychologist.